welcome to the See You in the Morning podcast. Here, Craig Price and I, Cammie Wilcox, are on a quest to interview each member of the Calvin and Margaret Price family. Let's see who we're interviewing today. Shelby! Hi, Shelby. Hello, how's it going, guys? <laughs> so good. Oh, I love hearing your voice. Oh, I love hearing your guys' voice. Oh, this is crazy. So you're home. Tell me, tell us uh, what you've been doing since you got home. Um, It's been pretty crazy. I keep telling everybody I've been home for about a month, but I think it's been about a couple months. <laughs> um, but so right when I got home, I spent probably about a month with my family and that was pretty awesome having everybody just home and not being able to see them for a year and a half but um kind of the past I guess three weeks or so I've been up at school at BYU Idaho so it's been really fun oh that's great mm-hmm. man just getting right back into it aren't you <laughs> I know <laughs> The funny thing is, like, you think when you're away for a year and a half, you're, like, you're dying to see your parents, which is so true. But when you spend so much time, you're like, okay, I need to do something productive. (laughs) 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 Like, I need to do something. It's time to be in the middle. We've partied. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I can imagine, too, like, coming home. Well, it's probably a little different. Like, so, obviously, like, for my mission – we didn't call home or video chat or anything like that other than just the call every so in my head I when I came home like seeing people change but maybe you still get that did you get that like with Luke and Jordan's kids like how changed they seemed oh yeah and then I come home and then there's a new baby you've never met before and you're like oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely a big change there oh that's so fun Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was thinking um, with the, the age difference of you and your brothers, I wonder if, if each of you actually had a different experience with the amount of communication you could have with your parents during their mission. Like, I'm sure that Jordan was very different than in the amount of communication. It's kind of crazy because so we're all like so far apart, like me and Jordan are 14 years and then me and Michael are seven yeah. And so, like, I remember being so small when Jordan went on a mission and he would send letters. And I don't remember ever writing Jordan an email. Like, I always remember getting, like, these letters. And it was, like, every once in a while on a blue moon. And for Michael, it was, like, like email. No. And then we got to call on, like, Mother's Day and Christmas. And then when it comes to me, like, when I got to call every week, my brothers were like, this is unfair. They're like, why do you want to talk to them so much? <laughs> just like every time I was on the call, I was like, are you kidding me? You're calling again? <laughs> so uh, that's too funny. Totally different. different. Different day and age. I mean, 14 years is a big gap. I used to always feel like your your parents had three only children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually heard your mom say that once. It was when... Um, when Michael was uh, kind of being uh, being an ornery teenager, and he was like, "Oh, I'm the middle child," and she said, "No, you're not. I don't have a middle child. I have three only children." That's oh yes, yeah. it's like yeah, 
that makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's definitely my mom's favorite phrase because, oh, how that is true. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, makes, it makes it fun, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. It's you so just kind of relive. But awesome that you all went on a mission. I mean, I, know. I, don't, I, yeah. I was like, I can't. I'm trying to think of another family that's done that. But I don't think there is one. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Something you can all relate with, too. And I'm sure there was lots of stories shared. Yeah, it's like, like for me, like kind of the whole motivation or reason I want to go on mission is just because I heard of the stories from my brothers and just, I don't know, you just like look up to them so much where it's like you want to have the same experience. And, and I don't know, just like, because I was able to see like the person they were before their mission and then them coming home and just seeing the drastic change. And it's just like, oh, like I want that for myself, which is like so nice to have. <laughs> so tell us about your mission. I would love to. <laughs> so um, it kind of started all with getting my mission call. And so for me, like, when I was thinking about, like, where I wanted to go and that stuff, and, you know, of course, you have no say in anything, but I remember <laughs> I was like, Heavenly Father, like, I will literally go anywhere. I was like, I will sleep on the floors. Like, I will literally, like, eat grasshoppers for a week. Like, I <laughs> like I thought that would be so cool. Like, I wanted to go to the most bizarre, random place ever. And so then I opened my call, and then I get Hawaii, and the funny thing is, like, people are like, oh, you're probably so excited. You're probably like, oh, my goodness, I go to the best mission ever. And I was like, honestly, I was kind of bummed. I was like, oh, my father, <laughs> like, I told you I wanted to go, like, somewhere crazy. Like, it gave <laughs> you the opportunity. And you send me to, like, a vacation island? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought that was pretty funny. Where I was just like, oh, okay, I guess I get to go to Hawaii. Like, <laughs> It's pretty crazy. But um for my mission, it was definitely like I feel like it was somewhere I needed to go. Like it was definitely personal to me. Cause like first things off, like I feel like I'm a very like chill person, like very like down to earth, just kind of do whatever. But and that's exactly what like the people were like. And like <laughs> like I started my mission on the big island and that is like that's as slow as you can get like you get <laughs> all of the locals there and like slow as in even down to driving where nobody everybody goes at least five or ten under the speed limit and like if you're going fast like you definitely know you're not from like the area <laughs> and it's just you so awesome <laughs> Yeah, and just down to like, like dinner time where you like, <laughs> it's sad to say, but I don't think I was ever exactly on time to a dinner, because they would think you were weird if you were on time. <laughs> <laughs> they like, that was just the culture where it was just like, you know, you show up whenever, and they're never going to be done with dinner, like the time that they say too. So it was just very chill and relaxed for sure. Was that stressful? Like the scheduling? Did that was that hard at first to get used to? Um well honestly for me it 
it kind of in a way I was kind of like well this isn't good because that's exactly how I am normally (laughs) (laughs) like I would drive my mom nuts with some like just the way that I am where I'm just like oh whatever it'll happen whenever and she's like no like you gotta have like a schedule and a way to work and I'm like oh you know (laughs) but um, you definitely fit right in then with Hawaii (laughs) and that's what oh it was too funny oh it was good though (laughs) what were some of the favorite like areas you did serve in so you served on the big island (laughs) yes And then from the big island, I served in Oahu. And so I spent most of my time on the west side, which we always said that the west side is the best side. And that's because (laughs) that's where most of the locals are. And it's like definitely the poor side of the island. It's definitely not like the prettiest side, which is funny to say because, you know, Hawaii is pretty, but it was just like more of like, I guess, not as green. And oh, man. Um, one of my like probably my favorite areas was Waipahu which was like the third area I served in and it was like the poorest part of Hawaii like it was like it's we called it like the backside of Hawaii just because it just it like wasn't what everybody thinks like they think of this like island vacation beautiful like houses ginormous like houses and things and no it was more like these little like tiny shacks and these like kind of like sketchy like apartment complexes and um (laughs) it was awesome like I literally like I've never like seen more miracles until going into that area and it's just so funny how like the people were just so humble and they're just so accepting and giving where it's like you walk down the street and you're like I have a message about Jesus Christ like that I want to share with you and you're like they're like we love Jesus Christ. Come talk to us about him. Like, yes, that's what we want to hear. And Yeah, I'm sure, too, like, you, it would keep you away from, like, the touristy areas more, being in those areas. Yeah, it definitely did. And the funny part was, like, right after I served in that area, um, I served in my last area in Kauai. And so there's only sisters. There's only like a companionship of sisters all on Kauai and so it was just me and my companion on the whole island and of course we get like sent to kind of like the bougier area of Kauai like very like just kind of filled with just like all white people that have like just make really good money and have these ginormous houses and so that was definitely a drastic change and just the teaching was different too so I'm definitely grateful for the experience I have with like being in the poor area because I've definitely seen the different spectrums which is crazy yeah yeah I'm so glad you got to do both Mm -hmm. so I would think it would be hard not to want to go hang out on the beach on the regular (laughs) was that challenging for you yeah you know um growing up in California it was kind of funny where like I love the beach like yeah there's anywhere I'd want to be it was like going to the beach and so I thought it was funny I was like Heavenly Father is definitely playing a joke on me he was like I'm gonna send you to Hawaii just because you can see the ocean every day and you can't go in and I'm like yay thank you (laughs) and the crazy part is that the mission has a rule where it's like where the sand touches the ocean 
like that's where your mission ends and yeah literally couldn't even touch the sand that touched the ocean like yeah wow which is pretty crazy but we kind of found some ways around it where it's like we found like beach parks along the side where we do like companion study on the grass and like it was definitely very beautiful beautiful but it's somewhere you definitely want to just like go back and enjoy when you're not as a missionary (laughs) but definitely hard that's for sure yeah yeah I imagine Shelby and I have to ask you because Mm -hmm. it's one of my I I had a mission buddy that was Hawaiian and he Mm -hmm. used to make us mushabi oh musubis yes do you love it oh it's it's so funny i would tell my parents i'm like when i come home i'm going to make you some good spam and they're like what (laughs) no that's disgusting it's so good yeah because i mean in the mainland like it's like spam is like disgusting and there's like none of it like on the shelves because no one ever buys it but literally in hawaii they have spam locked up in a box like you have to ask someone to unlock the spam like it's like that hilarious (laughs) and so musubis are so good like we would on p days have like a 7-eleven run and they have like these freshly made like musubis there and with like teriyaki sauce and it was just so good oh it was so fun we we better clarify too with people so i'll let you clarify it just in case if they don't know what mushubi is yeah (laughs) yeah of course so pretty much it's just like a sushi roll but it's just rice and then with like um cooked spam on top sometimes they put teriyaki and sometimes they put furakake on it which is like a seaweed and salt and pepper seasoning on top and then they wrap the whole thing in seaweed so that's pretty good yeah that Mm -hmm. sounds good well you know shelby my sisters megan and katie both went to byu hawaii and they serve spam in the cafeteria so (laughs) oh that's what you want you could go there (laughs) that's true oh i love that Oh, BYU Hawaii is so fun. The campus looks so fun. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was for them. Um, okay, so you're at BYU Idaho. Yes. Were you there before? Yes. Yeah, so I actually um, did a year of school before I went on my mission. Okay. So fun. Do you have a major? Yeah. So I've kind I kind I've kind of bounced around. So at least my first couple semesters here. I was studying food science because I was super interested in like nutrition, dietitian kind of stuff. Yeah. And so then I was kind of thinking and a lot of it was kind of like my mom like had some ideas about, you know, becoming a nurse. And that's something that was kind of always in the back of my head because, you know, just thinking about like being a nurse, you have that foundation and you can kind of go from there. And so actually... I am trying to um, get into the nursing program here. So that is the goal right now. Yay. That's so cool. Yeah. And there definitely is a lot of avenues in that. Mm -hmm. That's what's super nice. And honestly, once you become a nurse, like you can really get a job anywhere. Like there's no problem there. Yeah, it's true. You know, Craig and I were both in healthcare for a while. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. is amy i think still is yep. Kristen is 
uh, Nikel. I know. Yeah, there's there's quite a few of us that have done that route, or at least yeah. part of that route, I should say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited, and it's pretty cool. I've kind of seen um, Jordan. Oh, and Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Jordan's going through like the medical route right now and you know, it's definitely not easy. That is for sure and it takes a lot of time and effort, but I think it's totally worth it. Like totally is. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And um so I went to BYU Idaho for a year, but I tell you it was too cold for me. So I- <laughs> so kudos to you (laughs) yeah um before I started my spring semester I remember talking to people that um did spring last year and they're like yeah like it's so fun it'll be hot and warm you can float the river and it literally snowed two days ago and I was like (laughs) May like what is going on Oh, yeah. Welcome back sunny. to the stage, Shelby. How <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Well, uh, you know, California is, I mean, one of my favorite weather states. Oh, yeah. And it like, I think it's like the perfect year round weather, mm-hmm. but I do like my, my four seasons though, too. So I'm, it's, it's cool to see that you're willing to hike it up there and, Mm-hmm. and and huff it out for a minute <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely cool but it's fun because honestly I like doing anything outside so like when it's snowing you can go skiing and then when it's sunny you can go camping like there's so many things you can do so that's really nice yeah you guys have always gone on adventures that's one thing I've always liked when your parents have always come into town it's like Hey, we're we're staying at a ski cabin, and we you know come up and say hi. Or yeah, you guys were always good for adventures. <laughs> That's so true. Mm-hmm. So you grew up in Temecula, right? Yes, I did. Fantastic. Tell us a little bit about Temecula. So honestly, I am so grateful about growing up in Temecula. Um, for me, just growing up in California it's like you just get like like you said like you get the ocean you get all that stuff but you also get like a good community and a good group of people and just like a vast majority of people just um and like it was so fun also being able to go to high school as the same high school like all of your brothers went to Mm -hmm. and um it was just super nice. And something that's interesting about Temecula is it actually has a very high population of like members of the church and which is interesting for California because California, there's usually like not very many at all. And so yeah. I kind of lived like really in a pocket where um, like I had a lot of people that went to seminary and I knew a lot of members and it was really nice. It was a good community, I'd have to say for sure. Yeah, that is helpful. Now, were you born in California, Shelby, in Temecula? I was actually born in San Diego and then, yeah, lived in Temecula my entire life. Like, I've only lived in two houses and the first one is like five minutes away from where our current house is. So, (laughs) I, I remember, I remember that one. It's funny though, because I remember like, when your parents lived at your grandparents' house in the, 
uh, oh, why can I think? It's by Provo, but I know the name and I just can't think of it. American Fork. American Fork. Thank you. Yeah. But like, I remember your parents living there for a little bit, like while your grandparents were on their mission. So it's funny. I couldn't remember where you were born. So I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad that you have something that you can say that is just your own. And that's, that's growing so up there. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. All of us have actually been born in three different places. I think Jordan was born in Utah and then Mike was born in Northern California. And then I was born in Southern California. So it's pretty mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. That is really cool. Yeah. I remember the, the first house too. I haven't been to the second house, so I need to go to Southern California and visit oh, your yeah. parents. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. It's, it's gorgeous. Go play in the pool. Yeah. yeah they would love that. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Yeah. They're so great. When, um, when my husband was in law school in Chicago, um, we had a summer in, he had a summer internship in San Diego. And so we lived in La Jolla and, um, but we went, out, I went out to visit um, your parents a few times and they were so sweet. They were just amazing. It was so great. <laughs> oh, they're the best. They are the best. <laughs> Tell us about your parents. <clears throat> so, um, not being biased or anything, but I really do believe that they're the best. <laughs> um, like, first off, like, my mom, oh, she's so amazing. She just has, like, a genuine love for everyone. Like, she just cares so much about, like, how you're feeling, how you're doing. She wants to meet all of your needs. And holy cow, you just, like, Amen. feel special when you're around her. Aww. And, like, that's something, like, I definitely, like, um, hope to have, like, strive to have like I don't know just oh when you're around Susie you just feel like you're a part of the family like mm-hmm. no matter what and it's oh it's awesome and then for my dad like he is like the same way just like he like wants to know about you he makes sure you're like the the center of attention like he was always like remembering things that you've told him before and just like he's always like bringing just stuff up that maybe you have like talked to him about before and he's asking you questions and you just feel like he cares about you and everything you have to say which is so nice and I don't know they're just both very very loving and very charismatic and it's just like oh it's so nice to have something to grow up around where um you naturally want to serve people and you naturally want to have the highest respect for everyone just because that's how you've grown up is that's how you treat people and I think that's it's pretty nice (laughs) (laughs) seriously it's so true though I got it it, because you've been talking about your parents and they have such a a sweet spot I got two stories that tell truths to that and what the more recent one was when Brett had passed away you guys had come up for the funeral and I just remember as soon as your mom got out of the car and saw my mom, she just, your mom had started to cry because she knew that that was something that to have lost a child, oh, like, yeah. like I just, you could tell that your mom like genuinely was like fit, kind of feeling what my mom felt just because your mom's that way, mm-hmm. you know? And I just remember thinking, Aunt Susie, oh my gosh, I love you. You know, like because <laughs> of that moment, because you could tell she genuinely cared for how my mom was feeling you know and that always stood out to me oh and side note 
I was talking to my mom the other day and your dad had gotten brought up. Cause I was just saying, mom, I, I, I haven't kissed you for years. You know, like, cause like, you know, <laughs> as you grow up, like I still give her a hug. She goes, there's only two piece, people that kiss me. It's your dad, which is an obvious and uncle Doug, he kisses me on the head. And that, oh, and no. that is very much your dad. He just oh. is a very loving person. And the other story real quick, cause it says about you, not me. <laughs> <laughs> But when we were younger, Aaron and my parents, and I think it was just those three, they had gone to Hawaii for a color guard competition that Aaron had. And I remember Scott was in charge of everybody at home, right? But Alan was older, Carrie was older, but your parents took us all shoe shopping and bought us all two pairs of Converse shoes. And I will never forget that. And that was, I think, I don't even think they had Jordan yet. Or if he, they did, he was a baby. But it, it goes to show what your parents, like, they really do. They love everybody and want to do do and help and whatever they can. So, anyways, pay homage to them. <laughs> well, since we're telling stories about them, something. <laughs> Please. <laughs> something that I remember, um, and this ties into, like, the love of adventure. But one year we all, like, it was a family reunion at Lagoon, um, and there was bungee jumping. (laughs) And um, I remember your dad said, I will pay for anyone who wants to bungee jump. Um, And, like, I I think it was Scott and Jed that took him up on it. I wanted to, but I was not old enough. Like, they had this rule. Um, But I just love that... um, that they were so generous and encouraging to have adventure. Uh, and so I love that. I love you shared that. Cause oh, I remember yes. that. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. They definitely hold a special place. You do have some great parents. I mean, I I'll be biased to my parents and I'm sure Cammy to hers, but you do have <laughs> some amazing parents too. Yeah. So do you guys. Holy cow. Uh, so true so tell us about your brothers and what was it like growing up with them being so much older so it's yeah it is pretty interesting um because my oldest brother Jordan being like 14 years apart um I might butcher it on the dates but he got married when I was about I think 12 or (laughs) or something and so for me it was just like it was always kind of like he's like my like third parent like I feel like he was always just like a part of like mom or dad or something like that and so that was kind of interesting and just like I've always been like a part of like their tiny family and you know like Ashley has always just been like like my sister she's always been just like kind of just like a part of the family like um and then just like their kids they had Kent like right away and it was just like it was just so nice like just being able to feel like you know I got to be like kind of like a big sister in a kind of way to Kent and the rest of their kids um but it was definitely fun and I can definitely tell that like like he definitely cares about me and like you know as an older brother you always like her watching out for like especially your younger sister and it's it's super fun and um and then there's like Michael who is a little bit like closer to me in age but like still has that gap and so 
like for me like I never went to school or anything with any of my siblings I was kind of just like like the <laughs> alone person like it was really like we're all just like individual like children it was so funny but um and it was just like so funny like for me and Michael I think we had a connection when it came to like Jordan being married it was kind of like oh like like those those were the married people do you know like we'd like (laughs) kind of thing on them and be like we can still do whatever like they're old and married and I don't know (laughs) I was always fun but um I do remember a story about my brothers is um it was I think prom and we were taking pictures for our like with our prom dates and stuff and I remember that like I was talking to someone and I turn around and both of my brothers have my prom date by each leg hanging him <laughs> upside down and I was so embarrassed I was like I couldn't even say anything like I couldn't even look at them because I was like I can't believe that they're doing this right now <laughs> and I was like oh my goodness and that is just like it kind of like a little perspective of just how it it'll always be where it's just like they'll always be like super protective just because they they love me so much which is so nice (laughs) i was gonna say it sounds just like them oh yeah (laughs) for sure but it's it's good to hear that though because i have i have four boys and then one girl and she's the youngest and Mm -hmm. i have three boys and then one girl so i'm sure i'll I'll get i'll get to see some of that live out (laughs) oh yeah i'm sure it's fun to see yeah and so having like two nephews and then my niece Evelyn right under Kent and Luke it's fun to see them too like they have their moments of bickering but you also have the moments where Kent and Luke definitely stick up for Evelyn and different things and it's really cute to see it it truly is they actually live in Temecula oh yeah they so Jordan's actually working at the Temecula hospital and so yeah they all live down there Oh, that's so dreamy. I bet your mom is so happy. Oh, yeah. It's literally <laughs> like every grandma's dream is to literally drive like two minutes just to see your grandkids. Like, yep. It is, yeah, the best thing ever. Yeah, I've started prepping my kids. I'm like, go away to college, but then come back when you're ready to raise your kids. <laughs> like, I want them close. <laughs> I love it. And it's definitely a win win because, like, she gets to see the grandbabies and then whenever like Jordan Ashley need a break, like just send them over to grandma and grandpa's house. Like it's, it's best. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Did you get to play babysitter at all, Shelby? I definitely did. Yeah. It was, it's fun. Like I have the moments where I think before my mission, I would like just take Evelyn and I'd be like, okay, we're going to the grocery store because we need to run some errands for mom and dad. And I sit her in the car and we go get donuts and then she get to eat her donut while we go and shopping. And it's just, oh, it's so fun being an aunt because then you can do all the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, oh, and turn them back awesome. over to the parents, right? I mean, it's a perfect situation. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's like, so you hold them and then you get to play with them. And then when they have a stinky diaper, you just hand them over to mom and you're like, here you go, mom. There's your job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so fun. That is so fun. Well, I have a, a memory. I don't know if you remember this, but um, <laughs> when 
um, Jordan went on his mission to Chicago. I lived in Chicago and oh, yes. um, you were doing flat Stanley in school. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And you guys sent me your flat Stanley to drive around Chicago mm-hmm. and take pictures with flat Stanley with all the landmarks. And one of the most important landmarks was the American Girl Store. <laughs> and, oh, I love it. And I had never even heard of it. Like, I didn't know what it was. And I was like, well, sure, I can, I can do that. So I took flat Stanley to, well, it may have even been flat Shelby. I don't remember. <laughs> Um, <laughs> to yes. the American Girl Store, and it's fun because I have a daughter who is nine, um, and she loves American Girl. And every time she like wants to go to the store or plays with the dolls, um, I think of you and my Aww. my first exposure to American Girl. <laughs> oh, that's too cute! I totally remember that too. Yeah, it was like a little flat version of me. It yep. Was, it was so fun. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It was really fun. And I assume it was probably because Jordan was there, right? And so it was like, like Chicago is special because my brother's on his mission there. Yeah. Pro- yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. I do know what American Girl is, so. <laughs> you do? Well, that's I do. Good. You'll know have... very well, probably, oh, in yeah. a couple of years. <laughs> Ariana has already oh. told me she's planning that out. No. <laughs> oh, oh that's be funny. Now, Shelby, have you gone to Disneyland yet? Um, I think I went about at least four times, four or five times when being home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um. If there was to be one thing that I was chunky for on my mission, it was definitely Disneyland. Like, I was like, I just want to go to Disneyland. Um, But, yeah, that's kind of what the I feel like the Price family is known for. Like, if there's something we just love to do, it's Disneyland. And, like, for anyone that maybe even doesn't like Disneyland, like, we, like, when you go with the prices, oh, you'll for sure love Disneyland afterwards. <laughs> like, no doubt about that. That ain't no joke. I, You know, that's one of my favorite memories, at least when you were growing up. Because when me and Ariana got married, that's where we went for our honeymoon was mm-hmm. Disneyland. And we flew out with Carrie and Marcus. on. So we, we got married on Saturday morning. We spent the night up in Ogden Canyon. Um, and then we flew out Sunday, but me and Ariana and Carrie and Marcus all took the same flight back. Mm-hmm. So we, we met up again in the morning and we're hanging out with Carrie and Marcus. And then when we got into town, I don't know if you remember this, but we talked your dad into skipping church and coming and meeting us out of the beach with the beach cruisers. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, oh, so fun. and so we took the bikes out on the beach. I can't remember where your mom was at, but. And then your dad took us to where your dad and mom had their first date. And uh, it was just really cool. Like, but I don't know if you remember that, but I think it was a spaghetti factory. If I remember right. Oh, (laughs) yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, The funny part is like that has kind of been our tradition too, is we would uh, like, we had, there was a moment where we would go almost every Saturday and we'd go to the beach and we'd have our beach cruisers and we'd ride around the pier and 
afterwards and we like park our bikes in the um, parking lot of spaghetti factory and then we go on and eat and of course my dad is like every time he's like this was our first date and oh it was so cute oh we love it that's awesome. Oh, now that's there's, I, I can't remember the other place where you guys used to go a lot, but there was a pizza place that served these huge pizzas oh, yes. that we mm-hmm. used, that we've got, you guys took us to another, it was a, it was a different time and it was a time that we went to Disneyland and you guys had come, but mm-hmm. yeah, some fun yeah. memories down, down in SoCal. Sure. Oh yeah. The funny part is like both of those memories involve food and that is definitely how we roll like when it comes to when we go places it's not really like where we went it's like what did we eat when we were there like that's how we remember (laughs) that's how i travel i love that yeah i think everybody should travel oh yeah yeah definitely (laughs) yeah now shelby you have a different growing up obviously than us because you are a little bit younger but Mm -hmm. I know you have memories of G and G. So what were some of the things that stood out to you growing up with grandma and grandpa? And what, what are the, some things you loved doing or at least when you got to see him, that kind of stuff. Um, so for me, Oh my goodness. Like everyone else, like just have a love for grandma and grandpa price. Like, <laughs> Oh my goodness. They are so amazing. And um, prob- so first, like, one of my memories with grandpa is every time that we would go over to grandpa grandma's house is when we went up those stairs, we had to give grandpa a hug. Like (laughs) if you didn't give grandpa a hug, you were not going through, like you could not pass. And so we always had to make sure that we gave grandpa the biggest hug before we did anything. And, Oh, I absolutely love that. It was the best. (laughs) And that just definitely goes to show how like, loving grandpa is and just he was always smiling too I swear he was just always such like a happy guy like it was definitely um it definitely makes me miss him thinking about that but um and then as for grandma like I remember playing games games with grandma like around the kitchen table and I remember that we actually got to make a quilt together and she got to show me how to make it. And um, I show me she just has like the biggest heart. Like she'll just sit down and she'll just want to listen to everything. And she just wants to like intently know about you and your life. And um, something that really stood out to me is, so like you said, like, me kind of being the youngest like I'm actually like the youngest grandchild and I definitely there's definitely a big gap between like me and all the other cousins and like honestly like I was the same age and closer to like all of like the second cousins but um there there was a cousin that I have on my walker side that I was really close to and his name is Andrew and like when I came to Utah, we would always be together. Like he would come with me wherever we went. And so he would always come over to grandma's house. Aww. And what made, oh, it was like, this just goes to show how loving grandma and grandpa is. Is like, like he felt like he was a part of the family. Like literally like grandma and grandpa was like his grandma and grandpa. Like <laughs> she like knew everything about him and made sure that he felt loved. And it was just like, This just goes to show, like, grandma and grandpa take anyone in. They just, oh, they have such big hearts. 
and I that that's something that I've definitely loved and enjoyed and um something else that I do remember is probably one of my favorite memories is going to the fair um like 4th of July weekend yes (laughs) ever that is probably one of my favorite memories and that where you get to go in and um I remember the so you get to like go into this little um you have like the hay barrels that surround and you get like this tarp that goes on top and then they fill it with water and fish and so you have to get in there and your goal is to try to get a fish and so how you get (laughs) it by grabbing it with your own bare hands oh it was just my favorite thing ever and just oh and the parades it was just so awesome you're bringing up my childhood now (laughs) (laughs) because that that was well do you remember your dad and brothers always playing basketball oh yeah oh yeah i'm gonna have to ask cammy do you remember we had i swear we had like a reunion around that time in the fourth of july and we put a float in the parade of the Cal Price family. Oh, yeah. Yes. I was there. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So I was going to say, like, I think we've all had some little bit connection with that time of year, Shelby. But the only, the biggest one I remember is, do you remember us playing mud volleyball, me and your brothers? Oh, yes. That was my favorite. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. we There were some good times to be had. But that's such a good memory. I'm glad you brought that up. That's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's definitely like, like, oh, I miss that so much because that was like 4th of July was honestly probably like one of my favorite holidays just because of that. Like, and it's definitely something that like contributes to grandma and grandpa and just spending time with them. Like, oh, it was awesome. That is really cool. I'm really glad you mentioned Andrew, too, because it's I remember him being around with you a lot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I have to pay homage to your grandma and grandpa Walker because I spent quite a bit of time over there because of your parents and they were just the same. They were Mm -hmm. very loving, very loving. So anybody that on the shout out that's listening to the the podcast, if you guys know grandma and grandpa Walker, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And it kind of like reflects why I think my mom and dad are the way they are. Cause um I think about like Carrie too and my grandpa Walker like still calls yep. Carrie like all the time. And Aww. like she she's a part of like their family too. So I you get that on like both of my sides and oh I just feel so blessed. So true. So Shelby, tell us about high school. What kinds of things did you do? What activities? Did you play sports? Um, so for high school, um, I do love sports. I love doing anything like athletic and I played volleyball actually. And man, that was so fun. I (laughs) definitely love volleyball. That was, yeah, it took up definitely a lot of time in high school too. Definitely. (laughs) Cause being in California, um, volleyball is very competitive and it was, yeah, it was just like a lot of people did it, but it was something that I enjoyed. Um, and something also that I did, interesting enough, is I was in yearbook. And so actually the last two years of high school, I was able to be a yearbook editor. And so I was actually the yearbook photographer. And so the last two years, I was able to teach people how to take pictures. 
and I was able to like edit the photos and kind of help out in that way, which was really fun actually. Really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. That is really cool. Take- is that something you are still interested in doing? Yeah, I actually do really love photography. And I have to definitely contribute that to my dad because he actually really has a love for photography too. And like when I was little, like I'd always use like his camera. Like, like I remember down to the days like where Michael played at SVU and played basketball and I would take pictures. And it was actually pretty cool because they actually used some of my pictures for their like news like their newspaper for us. Oh, that's and... so cool. <laughs> yeah. And even down to like, like the, I think the second or third week home, I got to take pictures for track that was going on back home. So that was really fun. That is really fun. Jumping right back into it. That's Jumping for sure. Right back into it. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, you took a lot on your mission though, right? Like gorgeous landscape. You, you had to take something. Oh, yeah, gosh. it was definitely easy to take pictures in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so nice. But yeah, high school is fun. And something else that I really did enjoy is my, so you can only take it one year. So I took it my last year, which was ceramics. And so funny thing, this all started with my, my dad again, where he took ceramics um, in high school. And then Jordan took ceramics um, in high school, and then Michael took ceramics. And so I actually had the same teacher that both Jordan and Michael had. And oh man, I loved that's it. That's awesome. So much. <laughs> like, that's a 14 year gap. It is. Yeah. Like, that's insane. It's a long time to teach. <laughs> we have, so if you go to our house, we have literally ceramics pieces everywhere. Like all over the house like just like flip it upside down and you can see like which one of us did it and it's it's super fun I love that it. is super fun you know I started taking ceramics um in college but I like I I'm currently in a ceramics class oh, and fun. I like I just keep going and it's so fun and I love it so oh, it's, it's definitely a lifelong oh. activity you're inspiring me, Cammy, because I took. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't. I didn't ever take ceramics, but I took jewelry making, and I Ooh. loved it. Like, and I I took it for two years in high school, and then I was like, meh, you know, like you're out of high school, but right. now I'm like, I wonder if I want, I, I should go take a jewelry making class yes. again. Circle like, back to that. Yes, why not? Right. Yeah. So I love taking classes. Of all kinds. It's really fun. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I just love ceramics. That's awesome you're doing that. Yeah. Shelby, did you use to? I feel like you sang, too. Is that something you enjoy? Oh. Yeah, I did actually sing for a little bit of time. That was definitely fun, too. Um, yeah, I was able to, I guess, nothing like big, but I would sing like a couple times in church. And um, yeah. Did a couple recitals. It was pretty fun. That's cool. That fun. I just, I just remember like, like, well, I don't know if it was your mom or your dad that put you on the spot. <laughs> but, uh, they definitely either, loved it. That's for sure. Yeah, I was like, either way, you. Were, I always thought, oh, Shelby said so, so good at that. Yeah. But I, uh, I would assume the Pol- Polynesian culture. They, I mean, singing's very big with them as well. 
Oh, it's insane. Just like sitting down in a sacrament meeting, like all oh, their voices are gorgeous. Oh, it's just, it's a whole nother thing. It's just, and like when you go over and you have dinner with their family, like, oh, you bet there's like an ukulele somewhere and we're all sitting in a circle and the dad is usually playing ukulele or one of the kids and we all like sing songs together and it's just like, oh, it's the best. Oh, that is sweet. Mm-hmm. That is That's awesome. so cool. Yep. Man, I would have never, like, I mean, I knew it was kind of big in the culture, but you, you, you saying it like that, where, like, they that's just part of what they do. Like, that's mm-hmm. makes me like, oh, I want to do that, but I, I just don't sing very well. <laughs> I'm a terrible singer. I'll try, but I'm terrible. <laughs> now, what other big plans do you have? You're, obviously, school is a big plan, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to focus on that right now. Yeah, honestly, like, with big plans, um, like, it's, it's definitely been a change, like, like, well, it's very competitive trying to get into the nursing program, and so it's definitely been a big change where I kind of have to focus a lot of time on that, and so the goal for now, yeah, is to try to get into nursing school, become a nurse, and, um, like, honestly, um, I would love, like, this is, like, the very end goal, but I would love to, um, like, be a traveling nurse and be able to um, work with, like, third world countries and kind of, like, go over, like, kind of, like, diets and things, like, how I can help, like, in their communities and how I can have them, like, get their, the nutrition needs that they have. And that's the end goal is to be able to start something up like that. That would be awesome. That's so cool. So you're doing spring term and then are you going to do summer as well? So technically this is like summer. Okay. Um, uh, so we end kind of like the beginning of August and um, so yeah, so this is spring term. So, and then I have fall too. So my track is spring fall. And so when it comes to winter, we'll see what happens. The plan is probably either like I'll continue to do school to kind of like get it done with, or I might um, work at a hospital and kind of get my hours going there, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. That would be honestly so fun if I was able to work at the hospital in Temecula and have my brother there too. Like (laughs) that would be pretty awesome. That would be cool. That's funny. When I was at BYU-Idaho, one of my teachers tried to set me up with with a a guy in our class. Oh, goodness. Yeah. He was like, uh, so I want you guys to come four-wheeling with me um, because you guys have the best grades in the class. And I was like, okay. So then he he, uh, he hooked us up with two four wheelers and like he was like okay I'll ride this one and you guys can can share that one and I was like oh gosh okay well I'm driving <laughs> like yes way to take control Cammy exactly if I'm gonna yes. do this I'm oh, doing yes. it my way <laughs> oh yes that's yeah. That totally uh, reflects worry. Idaho. Yes, <laughs> all of that. Oh, yeah. Small little school. Teachers definitely get involved with, like, you and your personal life. And, oh, 
that's too funny i love that yeah yeah (laughs) i think that's hilarious sorry no Um, i could just totally picture that happening and then carrying back no this is the way this is gonna go right this is not (laughs) what you think this is (laughs) oh yeah yeah that was something have you been to big judd's i have oh so fun (laughs) did you eat the whole thing you know it's hard to do (laughs) it is hard to do I don't think I even tried I mean I definitely went with people who tried but I was not I didn't even try I knew there was no way Mm -hmm. fun stuff though yes that is really fun I've only heard about it never seen it Mm. I mean to be quite honest I don't think it tastes that good I don't think it's that, like, this is the most amazing burger you've ever eaten. But you could get your picture on the wall. This is true. <laughs> now, I feel like Jordan went to, to BYU-Idaho. He did, yes. That's actually, yeah, where he graduated. Right. I was going to say, because Michael didn't, and we're, I can't remember. Well, at least I don't think he ever went. I, I know he went Virginia, right? That was... Was it Virginia? Where was the one? Yeah, back he in went his... to SVU, Southern Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, he actually did. So before his mission, he did a year at SVU, and then um, after his mission, he went to UVU. UVU, that's right. Yeah. It's been really fun because like I I can't remember me and Arian. I think we it was for one of our anniversaries. We were down in Salt Lake, and we drove over to Provo or something. Because some sometimes when you got kids, you just keep it close. You don't go crazy, but um, we always like, I always call Michael. I'm like, I'm in town. Where are you at? Like you and Aubrey, what are you up to? So it's always fun to see, to see them, those two. It's a good time. Oh, yes. Oh, I feel like, oh, you guys were so close and just like, oh, just like the adventures you guys would go on. It's so fun. (laughs) I never had younger brothers. And mm-hmm. it was like Landon, Aww. Jordan, and Michael were like oh, my younger brother. <laughs> <laughs> and Colton and Jamie. I mean, just depends yeah. on who was around. But it was mm-hmm. like I never had younger brothers, so I had to find my own. Yeah, talk about a party. You guys were like going and doing all sorts of fun things. Well, Jordan and Landon never wore shoes and they were they loved <laughs> lizards and snakes and did that ever rub off on you, Shelby? <laughs> you know, like, honestly, by growing up with two older brothers, I definitely am just, like, one of the boys, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> like, I definitely have to, like, m- like show myself that, like, I I can hang out with you guys. I'm like, I swear, like, I am just one of the boys. I swear. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I just remembered something talking about being one of the boys. You drove Pepe. Oh, yes. And we cannot not mention Pepe. (laughs) Okay, I don't know about Pepe. Pepe is our, let's see, how old is Pepe now? 89. Same year as Jordan. Yeah. Around 30 years. Yeah, so 35, 34. 34. So this is our... this is like dad's baby and this is our 1989 toyota pickup and it's bright red and it has a bench seat in the front and that's about it and it's a stick shift 
and it's definitely like our family's like prized possession like it has <laughs> gone down the line of so many people like oh that thing is so fun like there will be times where I'm driving it and I'm stopped at like a stop light or something and like someone's like crossing the street and they're like waving me down and like trying to tell me that my car is so cool (laughs) (laughs) oh it's the best people are like so like are you wanting to sell it like what are you (laughs) it's just so funny I think my dad even said he's like when I die I definitely want to be the casket is going to like Pepe is going to carry the casket (laughs) yeah yeah. so funny backstory too because I'm such a car person like my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so if I remember right, if I remember right, yeah, I think it was in 89. Your dad, it was his first brand new vehicle. Yeah. And <laughs> um, he had it. I've driven many trips in the back of that truck to California. <laughs> I mean, from Utah, from California to Utah <laughs> growing up, sipping root beer out of a red vine straw. and the funny thing about this truck is it it was there i don't know every time we were ever in california i remember driving jordan to school in it because he wasn't quite old enough to drive at one point carrie uncle doug sold it to carrie um it got repainted but uncle doug your dad's like redone everything in that truck oh yeah it's like whole new it's it's a mac (laughs) yep it's immaculate it looks brand new Oh, and, <laughs> and yes, Jordan, Michael, you, you all drove it. You all drove it to high school. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's part of the family for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's oh. Awesome. And, and I think there's still a big fight over who gets it. So. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's how you'll know who the favorite child is. Whoever gets yeah. the track. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's so funny how we have these things in our lives that even though they're a material thing, they do bring a lot of good memories. Mm-hmm. And I think Pepe is a good example of that. Something that your dad had, you know, that, that started, that was part of the family and is still part of the family. I'm sure it's such a cool thing. Cause I look at my life and I'm like, not that material things are important, but at the same time, I'm like, I hope I have something like that that my kids can hang on to. That it's something that I had. So long true. Enough, you yeah. know, and just something that like brings everybody together, or like just like that involves so many memories. I think that's the important part. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Well, Shelby, is there anything else you would like to tell the Price family? <laughs> um. I am just so grateful that you guys are doing this. Like, um, I think I heard it first from Jordan and it's just, it's something that I think we all need. Like thinking about the Price family and how big this family is, like it's <laughs> crazy. Like I swear when we go to family reunions, I'm like, I, I can't even name off half the people here. <laughs> and there's new ones popping up every time. Yeah. And- I just, oh, I think this is so needed because we need to come together and that's how important family history is. And this reflects back to grandma. Like grandma is the perfect example of family history because when you look at the tree, like we go back so far and I feel like we can contribute a lot 
to her. And I think this is exactly what the both of them would want is to bring like the Price family together. And this is a perfect way of doing it is we can understand each other's stories and we can relate to each other now on a new personal level. And I absolutely love it. Through that. By the way, I just love that every time we do have our family reunion, you and Andy get your picture taken together. Yes. I oh, I love it. So awesome. Too. Oh, <laughs> it's just crazy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's so fun. Just thinking about how missionary work has been so different compared to like past years, like just in the past couple of years because of COVID, they've done where like a lot of missionary work is done online where it's like now you can do, we call it um, online proselyting and we have Facebook and we find people through there and it's kind of crazy. It's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is wild because it was like, nope, nope, knocking doors or you're mm-hmm. talking in the park. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. That's cool. So when you are Facebook proselyting, it's not just like people you knew from back home. It's like, like, how do you find people? So it's very interesting. It was definitely something new that we would like. It was definitely something we are all trying to figure out together. And so what we did and what we we're kind of like told to do is there's like Facebook groups, for instance, like, um, like a Hawaii, like, or for instance, like a Kauai um, volleyball group, like you join the group, you kind of like make yourself known being like, hey, like, I love volleyball, like, something you can even do is be like, you could set up your own like volleyball thing and be like, hey, we're gonna go play volleyball at this time at the courts, like, come join us. And then you have a group to play volleyball and then you share a message afterwards and you'd be like if anybody wants to like hear more like let us know we're actually missionaries and it's crazy like literally like missionary work is just being like more natural and just kind of connecting to people's like interests and stuff it's yeah it's it's crazy that feels genuine it is genuine i like that mm-hmm that's really That's nice. sweet. At least you had that experience. Because I was going to say, COVID would have definitely... It, well, you left even during all that, right? Yeah. Like, um, I definitely didn't get the bad end where I remember, like, my trainer and other people, there was a shutdown of, like, two months where people would just, you know, they'd either go home or they would just have to be stuck in an apartment for a couple months. And I got in kind of, like, right after this where then things started to pick up again. So it was really nice. That is yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, we're glad that you were able to go and it was something you wanted to do. Yeah, me too. Definitely now gonna, yeah, now you're just going to kick butt in the rest of life. That's right. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you oh, have there's... hundreds of family members cheering you on. Heck oh, yes, you do. so true. Definitely got some people on the other side too, for sure. I have yep. to say that. Yep. And I, I definitely like I have to say, like on my mission, like I've had some experience where I can't deny like our ancestors and how powerful they are. And like I can definitely tell you guys that like I wouldn't be able to like survive my mission without the, our ancestors. Like they're pretty strong, I'd have to say. Definitely grateful for them, for sure. Oh, I love that. Yep. 
appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. We look forward to interviewing all of you. And as Grandma Price would say, see you in the morning.